Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tavisa Mir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror. I am taping from Los Angeles today. I'm here with my favorite, Mercedes Javed. How are you? I'm great. Good, great, great to see you. Oh, you look beautifuler you than look a little last time. No, you look more beautifuler. No, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so annoying when people compliment each other. Let's just bash each other. Like they like to, God forbid kidding. we say something nice. So the last time when we met, we were all about Shaw's. But today, what happened when we were like talking last time, we mentioned body and how body dysmorphia, body shaming happens to all people. Yes, unfortunately, yes. And you and I have very different body types. Yes. And we both talked about how we've both experienced it, and we thought that would be great as a show. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that we can talk about it enough because so many people are bashing on social media and all of a sudden people have access to like these I like to call them eggs you probably yeah. did you teach me that phrase yes, I called it you're an egg yeah yeah like and and to to have a platform I could never personally go on someone else's page to say anything remotely negative and then what this might sound twisted but what makes me feel better mm -hmm. is if someone who I think has a great body like someone like you knowing that you in my opinion, would never have a care in the world because you're thin. <laughs> right. And I could never, uh, in the past, I could have never imagined that you would have an issue walking down the street because I was always this way. And I was, you know, with the exception of one doctor's experience, which I'm more than happy to go into. Right. And that's what I love about you. You're so freaking honest. I, you have, There's nothing that I, you, you won't talk about, which I love about you. It's so Good. fucking refreshing. Thank you. Yeah. Well, did I tell you before about this Persian doctor who prescribed amphetamines to me? <gasps> Stop. Yeah. Diet. So in, did you know they were amphetamines before you took them? Fuck no, no. Because I was, my dad took me to our, in, or it was like we just moved to LA mm -hmm. and I weighed 134 pounds mm -hmm. and I was athletic and in sports and everything. And he looked at me and he weighed me and he said, you're overweight. <gasps> so we weren't there. How old were you? 14. Oh my God. That's horrible for a 14 year old. It, it was. Because it stays with you. And guess what? So he put me on amphetamines, which was a, a plus a really strict diet. So I, we were, like I said, we needed a general, a GP. Mm -hmm. So we were there kind of getting intimate and acclimated to LA life mm -hmm. from the East Coast. The fact is. Because you're originally from Virginia. Yes. I love that because my family's from Northern Virginia. Yeah, we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're part of Northern Virginia. Reston, again? McLean. Oh my God. Same, of, same, yeah, same, same thing, right? Yeah. So you had to adjust. Well, just huge difference. Yes. So I took this amphetamine pill, diet, what he called a diet pill. <sighs> 
and it was during history class and all of a sudden my scalp started to get really hot my pores started to like dilate I turned pink and I was nervous and I didn't have I didn't even add up what was going you on you didn't know what was happening to you no, how could you like my heart was like I and did you get anxiety from it because that's amphetamines cause anxiety yeah because I'm not a speed person. I right. would, If I were doing recreational drugs, it wouldn't be an upper. It would just be marijuana or an, or an alcoholic. <laughs> like, I love to drink, as right. everyone knows. Yeah. So I'm, I wasn't getting off on it. I was just freaked out. And I was so young and so naive that it took me a while to connect. What that I'm going taking on? a pill mm-hmm. that's making me sick. And it made me socially anxious and I stopped and you couldn't probably talk because a lot of times these pills especially the uppers the anxiety they they literally make you feel like you're entrapped in your body and you can't talk and and i was dehydrated Mm -hmm. my mouth was dry and over prescribed you too oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh uh, he could have done like a 10 one i'm sorry a one tenth milligram wow and maybe i'd i'd be thin by now but no, no, no. So that happened to you at 14. So yeah. you, at, at that point, you know, growing up, you were always curvier. Yes. I, don't, I don't know if that's even the right word. Like, I don't know what word is the right word. You just... I like curvy. I, I like, like thick. I, a lot of people think that thick is offensive. And I think that that's a, someone who just missed the glossary. That's a yeah. compliment. Yeah. You know? I like curvy. You know, I think it's sexy. Sure. But, you know, like, you grew up that way. And you had to experience that body shaming thing of... Um, am I am I going to be thin enough? And you had a coach telling you at 14 that you needed to lose weight. Like that is yeah. so messed up. Totally. And and that's kind of the reason we bonded because I had the opposite. Um, I was a bone. Like I was freaking Skeletor, and it just it just was my body physique. That's what my father's family is like. And I would have Lucky. uncles. Well, yeah, <laughs> this is me, is, right? Yeah, Red yeah. But you know, it's it's it just when you're a kid and you're 13 and you've got yeah. your uncle telling you you're a bony skeleton. You need to eat something. Yeah. My mom stood in front of me and him was like, "You better shut up, okay, and right. not talk to my daughter that way because it does mess with you." Because I didn't have of boobs. Course. Like I probably could have worn a training bra till college. Like I'm not kidding, you know. Right. So that's really something I want all women. Right. Because it's almost like we we pit ourselves against each other. Right. And we shouldn't have to. Ever. 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 I mean, the fact that you would envy being out of a training bra was the opposite effect. I was afraid to get up. I and was like, I had to stuff my, I mean, no, no, seriously. I had to stuff my bras in high school. Yes. So, I mean, we... It's yep. not just the grass is greener on the other side. It's mm-hmm. just it's just two ex- two sides of one extreme mm-hmm. of being body shamed. The heaviest that I ever weighed was in I guess like November December of this past year. Mm-hmm. It was after I froze my eggs because mm-hmm. you're you're all those hormones they mess with your body. Yeah, I gained weight. I yeah. didn't like go on a strict diet. Like I've never done anything extreme in order to lose weight mm-hmm. and. Well, I froze mine and I gained weight too. You did too. Yeah, so I did. I, I I got up there and everyone was like, "Oh, I'm like, oh, I didn't tell people I froze my eggs, but I gained some freaking weight." And I was like, "Holy crap! I have an ass. I have a, what's going on?" Yeah, yeah. I seventeen. I gained yeah. seventeen pounds. So next thing you know, I'm in the desert and I did a oh, full nude wait, shoot. Wait, I gotta I gotta fill everybody in in case they've been living in the dark ages. You did a like basically a mock of the Kardashian in the desert photo shoot. Oh. Homage, homage. I know I, I don't like the word mock because that implies it's bad. Right. I thought it was stunning, flawless, brave. I just I had such a crush on you after that. Like oh, I was like, you. this chick is brave. 
everything. I was basically you're like never naked. It. Yeah. No no glam squad. And I we like pulled over and I would have to check and see. It's like, is anyone gonna drive by and, is, and is, are they are they gonna call the so police? So you just took your clothes off in the desert and had someone take a photo shot shoot like a shoot of you without yeah. any glam squad, without any filters. Zero. Without any Zero. special effects lighting. And if you see the pictures, you can see the dimples, you can see That's the cellulite. That's makes it so beautiful. And yeah, I mean, I just, I feel, I felt so liberated by mm-hmm. the fact that I was kind of nervous looking for, like not looking forward to it, wondering what am I supposed to be doing? Like, Was it kind of planned? Like yes. Like a little bit? Okay, so it was like, it wasn't we, like you just stripped down in the desert and was like, hey. <laughs> no, um, no, this photographer has, he like hits me up mm-hmm. once in a while mm-hmm. and asks me, if there's something that I would like to do. And if I, like I've done um, Pamela Anderson on the beach. I and I thought it. he was crazy when he had me do that that time. I loved it. She, and you then, were running down the beach in the Baywatch bathing suit yeah. with the little buoy in your full right. glory. Like, come and, and get it. Right. So so this guy, he calls me with these like harebrained ideas. And then I agree to them. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I agree is because I'm scared, terrified to death. <laughs> yeah, so... So then I do it. If you're terrified, the best way to do it is just do it. Get over your fears. Yeah, because when I do that, I get so many people come coming back and saying like, "Good for you." And then I realize when, you know, when we see each other in person, yeah. when fans come up to me on the street, they're always like, "Oh my god, you're not that no. fat or you're not you're oh. like oh how much weight have you lost I'm I love like, when uh... fans come up to me on the street they're like oh you look so much younger and skinnier in person I'm like oh thank you bravo like what's crazy you take that fat filter off your camera right but um the other photo that you took that I love was a Kim Kardashian one in the white bathing suit that little homage to that that, that one a little behind the back selfie yeah that was actually I don't think that picture is one that I could totally totally own because it was weirdly cut off and I thought that was really weird. So, but uh, everything, I mean, I did it all. I own it all. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're not beautiful. Like, they're not perfect. They're not airbrushed. They're There's not, not 17 filters on them. Right. I mean, and I like filters. <laughs> and I th- I mean, nobody. Yeah, exactly. I like filters. Like, but I love that about the, the thing is that we need more of that because, the, you know, I, I was on the, my show one time and I was premenstrual and I had a white dress on. And, you know, they do pickups. This is like they do this pickup where they're like, we need you back in that dress. And it had been it was at the cleaners because the night before I was on a date with a guy on camera and he, he laughed and he spit wine all over my white dress oh so sent it to the cleaners the next morning they're like oh we need you back in that dress we got to right. do a pickup right and it was like kind of wet and I was premenstrual and so I have like this big bloated belly do you know all these people tweeted at me that I had no right wearing that dress like you know yeah. why are women so nasty to each other so I go back and forth between going off at people and like I'll be known to call someone mm-hmm. a cunt and not just an egg and sometimes you know I just want to fight back yeah because you want people to sometimes realize you want that them to come you're, to the light, right? And then sometimes they profusely apologize and say, "I love you, I love you." So they don't realize you're reading it. And right. sometimes when you call them out, they're like, oh, "But I love you, I love you. You're such a fan." I'm like, "Yeah, but right. you just called me a fat ass," you know? Right, right, exactly. I think hopefully this is part of mm-hmm. you know what has been started by people like it's Ashley Graham, and mm-hmm. you know I also know that like Chloe Kardashian, she's been called a tranny. And she, you know, everyone thinks that she's fat and she's never been. And I've seen her and I know that like for like the people that have plastic surgery or not like in her family or not, it's not even the point when I read 
another person's negative comments, mm-hmm. I don't take those personally. I can be objective and realize that people out there are just really negative and, and, and they just want to bring people down. But yeah. if we contradict that yeah. by basically doing the polar opposite, yeah. you know, because body I, I mean, maybe a part of you was surprised to hear that I had had issues. Maybe because you I was. look at a girl who's very thin and you think, oh, she has had it all, but not realizing right. that I had my own kind of issues where I'm in the locker room in high school and I like have no female figure whatsoever. And I'm like, oh my God, it's embarrassing. I would, you know, change in a place where people couldn't see because I wasn't developed and I was freaking 16 years old, you know, totally. and then being called skinny and making everyone thought that I was dieting or anorexic and it used to drive me nuts. Right. Another thing that drives me nuts is people would be like, oh, um, I would say something like, oh, I'm not hungry. Uh, do you even get hungry? Do you even eat food? It's like, shut yeah. up. It's really disgusting. Shut your mouth, you know? Right. I mean, the more I think we talk about um, how you think, you know, the grass being greener, yeah. like our perception, even being on the same side of something is so opposite. The more we talk about it, I mm-hmm. think the more we're willing to, you know, embarrass and be shameless and yeah. be out there and just talk about it and yeah. most of the time we're going to be saving someone's really low moment making people understand they are not alone like right. they are not alone you've been on the side where people have told you you needed to lose weight you were put in this horrible medicine at the age of 14 that could have really messed with you what made you decide it did right yes it did. and and i think that's part of why you do these photos now because you're like proving to yourself like so what this is who I am. I just think that there are so few. I mean, Bravo does not hire a schlep as their talent, right? No. You know, most people are incredibly beautiful. And if you, I think about like the New York Housewives cast, mm-hmm. and I'm like, they can do cartwheels in their bathing suits. And yeah. um, yes, they can. Right. And so and they have. <laughs> yeah. There's like, no, like my mom says, no pinch of the inch. And so, <laughs> so I'm like, I love your mother. <laughs> I know. She's so. Wonderful. I love her. Um, and and so here you are. And, you know, okay, so I want to go back a couple seasons because there was um, a very thin girl on your show. And yeah. it was all about thin, 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 thin. And I just thought this would be a great, like, I remember watching it because I can understand that yeah. people thinking that it's the best thing in the world. And I yeah. felt like that could have been a good dialogue. Like, there was a lot of back and forth, like, and it could have been a good dialogue, and which is what we're trying to do now. Like, well, that um, particular person actually did say that one of her pet peeves is overweight people. I remember. I remember yeah. that. I remember thinking that's not really where, where we should be going here because. Yeah, that was, you know, I mean, if you, I mean, it's, it's basically like saying say, before you have a chance to be friends, having someone be prejudiced, I felt like it was the equivalent of being an object of racism because I have been that as well. Mm-hmm. So having someone tell you that they have a problem with you and then, you know, of course that starts to make me yeah. want to just Lash like attack mm-hmm. and start to say, Oh, it's personal. really? It's dirty. How it's did you get to what you yeah. have? Like, and then I want to start yeah. to like pick her apart and say, yeah. you know, like, how dare you have a problem with me? How dare you have a, a, a negative attitude? It's like, what are you hiding underneath that mm-hmm. that makes you even feel that way? Like, go see somebody. Don't hate me. Yeah, I agree. And it, but it's so common. It happens in high school. I remember everybody um, went knows a girl in high school who was like the fat girl and um, or over or, or developed too soon developed too or never soon, developed or never and needed, developed right yeah and so you know it's always like we all remember that and did you remember how you treated that person and how something you could have said to that person at those ages of their life could still be with them today in a negative way definitely I know that I was afraid to get up and sharpen my pencil because I didn't like if my 
to get up across everyone because of my boobs. And, you know, there was just like girls, well, you know, at Beverly, the Persian girls will stare and they'll talk shit. Especially being Persian because yes. like, the Persian community is very aesthetic. We're very also, we're like walking um, contradictions. Like my mom will be like, you look fat, eat, eat, eat. <laughs> You've gained weight. <laughs> like, and I'm like, but you're not which eating. Which one is it? Like, like in the same sentence. Yeah, it's so funny. But then you're with other girls in high school, like in the Persian community and being in LA, having come from Northern Virginia, the girls Awful. in Beverly were different. I'm sorry. The <laughs> girls at Beverly, the Persian girls, were brutal. Mm-hmm. They would not want to be my friend, but I knew they noticed me because we were 500 people per class. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, then maybe I'm just invisible. And then I could see them, like five of them yeah. at a time. Finally, I was accepted only because I dated one of their friends from mm-hmm. like the guy so they had no choice but to embrace. But did you always have like this, because you know, you, you to me are fearless, you're outspoken, you say what's, exactly what's on your mind. Were you always like that or did it happen out of coming out of these insecurities? First, um, I was very, very shy until sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Then I really owe a big um, thank you to team sports in mm-hmm. junior high school, which gave me a lot of confidence, which I was a terrified person, like an incurably shy human being. So I hope that everyone in the world is involved in team sports because that makes you does. Yeah. Like if it was idea. softball, there's that moment when you have to swing the bat or volley the ball or yeah. whatever the sport is. And, um, were that, you good at your sports? I was, I was, yeah, I, th- okay. I was, I was really into it. And I, I did was volleyball. Athletic. I sucked. I, I, I did. I sucked. <laughs> so I don't know if it actually helped me get more. Did you find anything that you liked? Um, I liked spiking the ball at girls on the other side who I didn't like. Yeah, you're tall, <laughs> so you could do that. I could, like, that was it. They would have me spike for the serve and then pull me out. Because I couldn't do anything else. So I was like, all right, oh God, at least I'm not here for something. Yeah. You're supposed to stay in a rotation. Yeah, but they're brutal, you know? But it didn't matter to me. I don't know. It's weird. That didn't bother me as much. But I know what you mean because I did have that feeling of sports and collegiate and stuff like that. Yeah, so you have to get out there. So I did. But then going from Falls Church, Virginia to Beverly Girl, Hills High Although School. Falls Church oh. now is different than what it was when we were there. But yeah, yeah no. I, you know what? I wonder if it's as affluent it's as a, I thought it, it was. It's a mini Orange County now. Trust me. Are you serious? Oh my God. Yeah. It's okay. crazy now. It's like all like bougie. It's 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 all like rest in town center yes. or better. It's all like they get into their fancy little cars. They go to their fancy little houses. And I love the area and I love you guys. But it's totally more affluent. See, I blame Britney Spears for that. You blame Britney? Yes. Why? It's her fault. So basically. I blame Britney for crop tops. Oh, um, you do? Yeah, but that's another story. I mean, we can always pay homage the day that we wear little plaid private school yeah. uniforms and probably get some from anyway. So you think Brittany ruined it? Yeah, so the same time that her music was out and her mom was like um, kind of supporting her as like her mom was also like a teenager and they yeah. they had too much like wealth yeah. that the purses and the, the breast implants and the things that she oh. started doing at a really young age, it, where I grew up, you got to have some nerve to get ahead of yourself. Like kids be kids. Mm -hmm. You stay in your lane to be a child and just focus on school stuff. Yes. And then I felt like she got, was okay to be indulged in like coach bags and Gucci bags. And then there was the, the, um, the fake real estate, 
um, bubble and the financial lending bubble where everyone who couldn't afford purses were starting to buy things and lease the cars and what you're describing you could lease boobs too like they used to have um, (coughs) plastic surgery leases are you you serious yeah they did like they um they actually have plastic. Like they don't do it anymore. But pre bubble bursting, like we had all these people that <laughs> if they couldn't afford their Botox, they could put it on a loan. On and a then layaway. literally that, and all these people did. And then after the whole mortgage thing crashed, they didn't. They don't do. You can't buy those anymore. But right. I would have people saying, "Okay, can I get a loan for that laser procedure?" And I'm thinking, I know I'm getting paid. Right. It's on you to pay them back. So right. Right. yeah, it's you could loan. Control. You could loan all that. Now you can't. But. I never thought about that. It was that era. It wasn't just specifically poor Britney. It was just that era that Mm -hmm. when she became popular, I started to notice that parents started to gift their tweens Uh and teenagers who like maybe never had a job to ever earn $400 to buy a pair of sale whatever. Mm -hmm. And then yet they're getting $2,000 bags from, you know, Gucci or wherever it was. And I just felt like, you know what? I had a job when I was 13. I also had a, like I s- never stopped working, even if it was a summer job. Yeah. My dad was like, "Go get a job so you could, you know, Dude, build some yeah. character." And then I would bring home a maybe a, a sixty-seven dollar paycheck. So I knew what I that, that was not going to buy me a BMW. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Taba Samir. I actually have two of my buddies here, my boys. I want them to chirp in on this. I got Brandon Liberati and Craig Ramsey. They're also favorite fa- fellow hey. Bravo stars. Hi. We're talking about body and all this. And you are a fitness guy and you're a beauty guy. You must have some idea on what we're talking about. Like, you see this too. I love this conversation. By the <laughs> Do way. you? Yeah, I love that you're talking about this. I love that girls are talking about mm-hmm. this because, yeah. you know, with beauty, I notice in my clients that women don't dress for men. Mm-hmm. Women dress for other women right. yeah. because they're going to be the ones that notice your shoes, your hair, your makeup. A guy's looking at the whole package. So it's really interesting to see that or, or open a conversation. What, who? Uh, what's her name? Who just she just did the the, the what? swimsuit photo. Oh, was it? Which was it? Um, not Ashley Graham. Graham? No, no, oh, no. Not um, the blonde-haired one, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah. She so she's another one I love. Yeah. So this is and it, and her stuff's so layered, and that what you're doing reminds me of that. Yeah. Which I think is a huge well, step for women. It's funny because when yeah. I met MJ, it's like I already kind of like knew her from Shaw's, but I didn't think that she understood the admiration I had for her and what she's doing, and it was one of the first things I told you because. I know that you are looking at me and, you know, instead of sizing each other up, let's cut the crap. Like, yeah. I like you. You're cool. I love what you're doing. Well, you invited we me. You I invited know. me. I so I already <laughs> knew that you must not hate my guts, right. so, which was a big first step. Is the microphone? <laughs> well, it's so interesting, too, coming from Bravo, because all of us have that experience. Yeah. Right. And what you're saying about the online shaming, I mean, it, it is it is brutal at mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. And also being fitness and being on TV, um, like those questions that you guys are talking about have been directed to me in my PR yeah. opportunities. And I, I have to take credit for, or blame actually for this, and I apologize to all women out there when I'm asked about that. For years, I would be like, well, let's not concentrate on the size, let's concentrate on the health. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, and it would always be about um, a girl that is 
thicker, mm-hmm. like Adele and MJ. I got asked right. about you, even with that controversy, because I was personally involved with tell training me, that tell person. Me. I want to know. I want to yeah. know the question. Can we talk about it? It was yeah, just I'm like, um, d- d- like, is it, she going to die of, uh, g- like, from obesity or what was the question? Ew, did somebody really ask <laughs> like that? People say I, I got like, asked. I got asked about, um, does she does she work out? Is she oh, is she dangerously always, wait? Why unhealthy? do they always assume that if you're thicker, that you're lazy and you eat too much and you don't work out? Sometimes it's just your freaking genetics. But it also comes from the fitness industry. Oh. And it comes because most of us in the fitness, as fitness experts, are in it to be held accountable because we have issues. Right. We have problems. So when you see these female, especially like the female fitness uh, experts that are really t- tiny and, and tight, well, that's not healthy either. Can I call out Tracy Anderson too? Because I had, oh. um, God, everyone's obsessed with her. And then I bought her DVD and I read her diet regimen. I'm mm-hmm. a doctor, right? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is what you're teaching people drink right. tea and breathe air and that's how you're going to lose weight <laughs> this is basically what it said it, i wouldn't last yeah. half the day I, well, she's you know what she's would. doing she's she's uh perpetrating anorexia mm-hmm. like that's it's that's like over exercising so under eating which you know calorie deficiency that that's great if, if that's the journey you're on but Craig and I we we practice what we call conscious health and beauty and that it's all about how you feel mm-hmm. it's not about how you it's look it's about that, being that happy become, that that is a uh, that comes with that. If mm-hmm. you feel good about yourself, you feel good about your body, you feel good about the way you look, you are going to be that. Yeah. You know, right. It doesn't matter the size. And it's or, no one else's business. No. That's what I should have answered when I was asked that because they, they see you on reality TV, they see us and they think they know every single detail of our life and they don't. Yeah. Like what, what goes into someone's health journey is their private thing. And also like in New York, I have, I, some, there, I have some words for that. Wait, actually, I want you to I give love. me your words. But yeah. I, I don't like how you know, it's about being healthy happy with who you are because I know women who are you know very very slim and mm-hmm. they're miserable and it's it's like mm-hmm. you're what everybody wants to be and you're still miserable so MJ, right. have at it well girl. okay first of all yeah I don't have a stylist I don't have hair and makeup I am very raw reality TV so I'm gonna continue your hands-on to, you really are yeah like I'm gonna have a bad outfit I'm gonna have back bulge like I'm not going to look like the people who decided to spend those paychecks on whatever so that is something you can rely on me to not be perfect and far from it but today for instance I um, I woke up and I have these two dogs one of them is old so he can't walk the other one is spry and a puppy so she wants to like eat you know climb the walls so I'm thinking I'm like on my way to do my walk like mm-hmm. the my time that where I get to go at an, a grown a grown us person speed and um, the way that this, the problem was solved, because yes, I, I do exercise and I have, um, um, in addition to that, I have a meal delivery. We can talk or not talk about that later. But um, the dogs come up to me, both of them, like right in the door and they look at me and the second that I open the door, they're like bolt <sighs> to the hallway. And I was like, you know what? I give in. So I put one in a stroller so I'm doing the incline in a stroller and the other one's like tagged along so I thought to myself you know what this might not have been a really strenuous walk but I got out the dogs got out I kind of felt good I was kind of just talking to myself saying this is quality of life even though I'm not you know necessarily burning 700 calories yeah. Metaphysics. That's what it's called. Because you got a workout in that worked out your mind as well, your body is going to take on that manifestation and by the way, that your mind started. Also, it's yeah. the stress hormone. Like if you are 
like relieving your stress hormone. You're not releasing the cortisol. The cortisol contributes to fat. I swear to God, my gym memberships, just having a membership makes me fat because I'm thinking about the fact that I don't go and that's causing me stress. Like not to be like, but it's true. Like you have this gym membership and it's like this immense guilt. And it's like what you did may not have been a 700 calorie torture, but you've got yourself and your stress and your hormones in check. Yeah, I got out there. Yeah. I did like an hour or whatever I did. Mm-hmm. And I was just lately I've been trying to be consistent. So if we're talking about why MJ doesn't weigh whatever or why she's not lost That's weight so absurd. or whatever. The thing is, I haven't wanted I would I would because of my metabolism and because of my choices, I would probably have to make it a full time or a regular part time like it would it would mean a lot of willpower and mm-hmm. a lot of time that you I haven't that. spent yeah right so I'm not trying to like lie to myself about it I just know why I haven't lost the weight that I would like to lose to be comfortable to do cartwheels and a bikini so at the same time what at the same time like I am you know making steps and always I feel like for forever you might just be, you know, you're going to look how you're going to look. I'm going to look how I'm going to look like more or less. You and know. sometimes you just have to realize I read this funny quote, which is meant to be funny, but it was very like it made, made me think sometimes you just have to realize when it comes to being thinner that you may never be as thin as you want to be. Right. Ever. And, that's, and, that's and that is what you right. just have to understand that you need to be happy on right. the journey there because right. I can get to whatever my target weight is and then it's still I never took care of the happy factor or the gra- grateful pet but you may never get to be that thin that whatever to fit into that outfit so what you have to enjoy the process and enjoy yourself and be happy with yourself absolutely MJ can I ask you yeah. is your size is it unhealthy have you been told that you are in risk of blah 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 no so no. there we go yeah guess what my body the muscle mass that I have on I look healthy mm-hmm. right yeah I am very unhealthy healthy. I'm probably yeah. unhealthier than you because I have too much muscle mass on a small structure so this, yeah this people don't crazy. realize that like huge bodybuilders your heart doesn't know the difference between muscle and fat mm. it just knows it's got to pump that much blood to to all all parts of the body so you know and what he's saying is that as far as cardiovascular which is the secret to your long life mm-hmm. right. you know it, it, your body's no it, it's no different but people it's don't strong. realize yeah. that stuff but no. I'm I'm in a physique profession profession so and I call it out at least yeah. and I address and it and can I just say something to that point no shame to bodybuilders, but they are some of the most unhealthy yeah. people because of what they're doing to try and lose that weight and maintain that shape. Do you know that I had a patient of mine who's a bodybuilder who asked me to prescribe him an HIV medication? Yeah. And I was just shocked. He said, well, all of what this, this particular medicine, it's, if you have HIV, it helps you keep your muscle mass. Yeah. Oh, and oh so he, he said that all the bodybuilders, we're injecting, they're getting it black market. Some guy selling a right. vial for for thousand dollars and it helps them maintain muscle mass how is that healthy because it's not natural either no. your body is not made to carry around that, that type You're, of muscle mass yeah. if it was we would all naturally look like that but then why yeah. are they not criticized and MJ poor girl she's happy she looks stunning and she's doing this herself her way she's criticized you know I just look at life as not just about focusing on one particular yeah. thing you know we have our profession we have our love yeah. our family yeah. and so many things to do every day. I think that we all know that we're 
overwhelmed in just the responsibilities that we want to accomplish in life on a day to day. And I think we've experienced to being the object of people's own projection of Mm -hmm. how they feel about themselves. And it's a really liberating process Mm -hmm. to go through and and actually not emotionally take other people's stuff on what they throw at us. Yes. We talked about this last night with the boys. Like there's, you know, people who will just attack you because they don't want to see you succeed. You're in love now. You look stunning. You look beautiful. and, and people don't want to, yeah, by the way, uh, it's hurting my eyeballs right now. <laughs> Aww, I need to put my so shades on. Um, but, you know, there are going to be people that are like uh, comfortable with MJ being or Tabasum or Craig or Brandon right. being less. Like when I got the Bravo platform, all of a sudden I had friends who I had to make feel comfortable around me because they were worried now that Tabasum now has another platform that could make her more successful. We're not OK with that. People um, not having an easy time seeing you come up. Yeah. And- succeed in something you legit accomplished. And that you're passionate about and you're happy. Like this radio show, you guys are all here because I adore all of you. If I'm happy and successful, my friends benefit from it. Why would you not want your friends to be happy and successful? No. Why do they have to come down? It's the abundance theory. Mm -hmm. Like there's only so much abundance in the world. I mean, there's definitely people who aren't out there going after it mm-hmm. and they're you know just being the armchair quarterbacks and they're know. usually well, the ones being the, the yeah. lowest common denominator of making fun of you for your appearance you're right? you're bringing out you're reminding them of what they're not actively doing in their own lives so and, get and up and do it right. we all have the same 24 hours in the day you know we are inspiring right. them exactly. to do it I, yeah. I would yeah. hope we are because as, as yeah. you just said even like addressing the, the people on the social media mm-hmm. is healing them mm-hmm. then they're like oh my god I'm your biggest fan yeah. I love you and it's really kind of yeah. cool how this is happening because I brought MJ on to my show a couple of months ago to talk yeah. about Shaw's but our sidebar conversation wasn't anything about the show it right. was about this mm-hmm. This is why I really wanted to be. This is, the, this is important. Yeah. This is important because there's so many girls, too, that are sitting at home that aren't out there typing rude shit mm-hmm. to people. That, but they're reading it. And so so in a way, they're shaming everybody that feels exactly the same way that you do. Mm-hmm. And so when you stand up and you have a voice and like Amy Schumer, have a platform right. and you use it, you're, you're, you're giving these girls an opportunity. You're being their voice. And it really does help people. It yeah, really does. Schumer has the confidence. Mm-hmm. She came from... From wherever they made women who are shameless. Yeah. And I, you know, again, I attribute it to the sports that I got to do, but I also have a lot of love. Like, yes, my mother tortures me, you know, as often as she can. <laughs> all all ethnic moms do yeah, that. But yeah, men, yeah, yeah. you know, the men in my life, my father being yeah. the first one to my fiance, they make me feel also loved and sexual and sexy yeah. and sex by the way is the best hormone to yes, release it sure is you know i mean as long as so, you had sex you can walk the dog in the stroller you're fine exactly <laughs> like that is that's so funny and again you know in there are 24 hours in every day yeah. and i did spend i had a pilates session at my my gym is equinox and i had a trainer who i also had like one, you know, I alternated weeks. And then I was doing what you were saying, which is cardiovascular. Like when they both told me, make sure that you're walking and you're not just doing the weight training or the Pilates, which they obviously want me to do as well. But the fact that they emphasize the walking and, and I've been um, 
kind of just really stressed out because this is the time of the show mm-hmm. in the season mm-hmm. where emotions and tensions are running high and that cortisol I mean it's yes. not even that it's it also you. like it, it goes right adrenals to your, yeah. or I mean yeah I, I was, when you're stressed out especially because we've all been there on the TV and then in the stress levels your cortisol hormones are pumping your kid you know it's so you have that stress on your body which is yeah. emotionally and physically draining yes and yeah so I forced myself to the opposite of what I usually want to do is just like stay in bed bed and high under the the covers. And then I was like, you know what? Don't make a big deal out of it. Just get out, walk. And I I actually specifically pick a part of um, the city that I love. It's the most quiet Mm -hmm. and the streets are wide and there's no cars. And then I'm like, oh, that was an hour and a half. Like, who cares? And then the last time that I did do that consistently oops I happened to lose a lot of weight and I was able to wear anything Mm -hmm. and I could probably do a cartwheel and a bathing suit and so (laughs) you know it's like I was in love then I was happy then I'm in love now I'm happy now it's like so I just want to say that of course I want to have you know a shapely figure and I want you to as well and I want us all to be happy but it's not for us to make or break our heads over it. No. And you know, one of the things we talked about is other people and their nasty comments. And I have to tell you why it doesn't bother me. Because I think with my whole heart, if you say something kind about someone, that tells me who you are as a person, right? right? The same way goes, if you say something nasty about somebody, it's you. I wouldn't want to be you because you are an angry person. Mm -hmm. You know, when people compliment me, they don't know me. Why do why do they? It just tells me so much about how they're such in a good space in their life. Yeah, totally giving, paying it forward, being positive. So if you take the time to write something really, really nasty on someone's page, I hope you're taking that amount of time in the day to make somebody feel good because that takes a lot of energy to write something nasty on somebody's page or say something nasty about someone. Uh, It's all a reflection of you. There was a fan who contacted me on on email Mm -hmm. for her sister and she said, my sister is about to have her formal, her prom, and... um, She's barely got the confidence to go when. Okay, so, yeah. So she was like, I wonder if you could, you know, say something to her or and, you know, she told me what she was going to be. I was actually with you that weekend. I was in New York. Yeah. But I shot this vlog that I emailed her. And basically, when I saw the picture of how beautiful, in fact, inside and out this girl oh. was I was stunned oh. so those I'm so teenagers right now yeah so I, yeah. I couldn't believe that this girl doubted her exceptional beauty her body was great everything about it and you know my fiance and I were receiving pictures from her sister her family really un- like stunned that how negative people can be so focused and mm-hmm. then how convincing they are because yeah. we're impressed you start to young. believe it you get insecure right yeah and I think that just just know that wherever this girl goes in her life, she could be 80 years old. This is something she will never forget. And you may have actually literally given her a change, like an aha moment where she's like, you you may have done that for her. You never know. Yeah. You never we, know. We communicate. And there's, you know, there are people who can DM all on, you know, mm-hmm. on Instagram all yeah. the time. And whenever you have a chance to just read and reach out back to them, they're I mean, so it just goes grateful. a long way. It's yeah. What else are we doing mm-hmm. if we're not, know. you know, thank you, Bravo. We get to do positive I things know. other than break glass on each other's faces. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> is, you know the people that don't do that, though, too. They're, they're doing, they're using this platform for a whole different yeah. reason. So, and, you know, right. we also know 
Yeah, we all do. Yeah, I know those people. Yeah. And they're very, very stupid and <laughs> we annoying. We know the same people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love this conversation. I'm sure it's going to be one of many down the line uh, that we should continue to have because this is important um, that people understand that we should build each other up. And saying bad things and nasty things isn't about the person you're talking about. It's about you and your head and your space in life. Should we do like um, a pact where we'll say... Give five compliments to complete strangers like every day yeah. and just, you know, be walking past them in the grocery yeah. store and then shock them with positivity. You know, I do that with other women. Like there was this one girl who was in the elevator with me and she just looked like, I don't know, she just looked stressed out. And I remember thinking she was so striking. She had these beautiful blue eyes, this tan skin. And I just looked at her. I'm like, excuse me, I just have to tell you. And I think they think I'm saying something mean. I just need to tell you something. You are <laughs> yeah. so pretty. And she literally got teary eyed. She's like, oh. you don't know. You've made my whole day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you know what's crazy? I catch myself having to say um, I'm gay but I just <laughs> want to say you're gorgeous or I'm gay. Got great knockers <laughs> or something you know it's the compliment is multiplied yeah. times yeah. 100 <laughs> but I guess because maybe we're not giving straight men the yeah. opportunity the permission to say it in, yeah. in maybe a, a non-sexual way is that appropriate for guys straight guys to do to, uh, yes. to women um, yeah I mean we need uh, to have another segment yeah. on why straight men in Los Angeles don't speak okay. because God. why don't that they speak that doesn't happen meanwhile New York men <laughs> can't no. shut the fuck up like hi I'm blah, blah, blah. I have blah, blah. I'm like okay dude chill, calm down like I, and in New York that's that way in LA they stand in the corner and you have to approach it. I don't get that I don't know I'm so lucky that I'm not single but if I, I were back some... out there it would be hell yeah. well it is hell it is hell and I am single and everyone's like how come you're not married I'm like because oh. I don't want to lower my standards thank right. you thank you right. bye um, I love having you on thank you're one you. of my favorites and I've got my other two favorites here yes we're gonna uh. do another topic and have a pack to say five nice things to complete strangers. Even if even if sometimes <laughs> they look at you and they're they might even ignore you and not even pay attention and yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Make it yeah. six that day. Can we do it on social media too? Yeah. Yes. I actually do yeah. I do I'll take I'll reach yes. out to people on social media and I'll just like tag stuff. But they yeah. I've seen people like you all know that That's there sweet. are people that just continue to come back to your yeah. photos and every once right. in a while I'll be like, you know what? I'm gonna go on her and they're stunned. They're like yeah. totally yeah. yeah. I follow back once yeah. in a blue moon. Yeah. I, I definitely comment. I'm bad with the follow, but that's just because. I'm going to follow you right now and see if you follow me back. I might, follow her. I might follow her home. Uh, right. <laughs> um, anyway, it's so wonderful. You're always uh, freaking amazing to have on. We're going to have thank you back you. on. And thank you for being that woman that's living in the moment and paying attention to your surroundings and not getting bogged down with like the BS you know it's hard it takes got, a lot yeah like you said like she might have thought you were about to say something rude to her but you know you're I actually have to give it up to you for yeah. that which she probably did because I was like I need to tell you something <laughs> I probably thought she was gonna oh. and she just got so happy and I'm like oh, I just oh. Did that. I'm like, that's oh. amazing I so, love it all right so we're gonna catch you on Shaw's and we're gonna catch you back here another time talking about something else cool sounds good <laughs> all right I'm down
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 